What is up, Stu? Studies. Happy Tuesday, everyone. December 13th, 2022. And welcome to episode number 470 of the study session. 30 away from 500. My gratitude is at a 500 level for all of Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians here on this marvelous, magnificent, spectacular day. Love Yin's guys and gals out there in Steelers Nation. Hope you are having a tremendous week. Hopefully you were able to put that loss behind you and move forward. It's over. We're on to Carolina. We know what this season is. Again, we're looking for respectability for the Steelers organization. We're looking for these younger players to grow and develop. And we're looking for this team to build something special for the future. So don't despair. Focus on that. Enjoy these final four games of the Steelers season. And let's make the best of it. Today, I'm going to talk more about the Raven Steelers loss, some other performances I wanted to chat about, talk a little bit about the draft and some of the things that are going to be upcoming on the site here relatively soon. But before I get into that, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being supporters of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. It's beautiful, beautiful studyings. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider podcast. Jim and I are going to be recording at some point this week. We might actually have two shows and we may have a super duper special guest. I am elated and over the moon about this. Don't know if it's going to come to fruition, but if it does, yins are in for a treat. So stay tuned for that. If you want to check out previous episodes, check out the show notes. And then also just a reminder of our affiliate partnership with real life trading. If you've ever had any interest in trading the stock markets, whether that's day trading, swing trading, long-term investing, cryptocurrency, Forex, you name it, real life trading offers free education. And I know I've taken all, not all of them because there's so many, but several of the courses there as I began my day trading career after I left my job as high school principal this past spring, and it has changed my life. Hence why I have a partnership with them but check them out. Even if you want to make some side cash, you don't have to leave behind, leave behind your full-time job. But if you do your homework and you study, you can generate profit on the side to supplement your income and it is life-changing. Check that out. That is linked in the show notes. Shout out to my boy, Jeremy Newsom, the CEO of Real Life Trading. Anyway, let's get into it here. So Steelers coming off that 16-14 loss to the Baltimore Ravens. We know that the team typically splits when they play the Ravens. There's one more contest coming up here in a few weeks. But just wanted to talk a little bit more about the loss. And you think back to the beginning of that game and Kenny Pickett getting injured. And you have to wonder and ask yourself that what if question. What if Kenny Pickett didn't get injured? How different is the outcome of this game? And we don't know. But I'm thinking... I would have to believe that based on how Kenny had commanded the offense the prior weeks and how he was developing a comfort with the starters, he wouldn't have turned the ball over three times. So 
I guess from that mindset and perspective, you would think that Pickett would have gave this team a better chance to win. There probably would have been a greater emphasis on the running game, but it seemed like Matt Canada and the coaching staff of the Steelers panicked and just started chucking the ball down the field. They got away from the running game, which is a bit head-scratching when you have Mitch Trubisky in there who hasn't taken a meaningful snap in a long time. So not sure why they got away from the run. And they were having some success. So that didn't make a lot of sense. Hopeful that Pickett is going to be ready for Sunday. (sighs) Haven't really heard much about that. A lot of talk in the media yesterday that, you know, is this a game that Mason Rudolph suits up for and starts? Well, if Kenny's down, obviously Rudolph's going to have to be in there uh, as the backup. But let's just be hopeful that Kenny doesn't have a concussion, that this is just all precautionary, and that he is good to go for Sunday. He needs those reps to continue to get better, to grow, and to improve so he can be that guy in 2023. Speaking of Mason Rudolph, read a couple opinions yesterday talking about, you know, it would be pointless to start Rudolph because his time is done with Pittsburgh. Some people are arguing that he's going to give the team the best chance to win if Pickett can't play. And that's what I would go with. Again, you're you're fighting to win games. You don't go into a game to lose. And I don't know if either quarterback, Trubisky or Rudolph, will be on the roster next year. We know Rudolph's gone. He's not going to resign with this team. But I don't know if Trubisky's back either. Now, unless he's willing to restructure his contract. Remember, he signed a two-year, $14 million deal. <clears throat> I don't think they're going to be willing to pay him that to be the backup. So unless there's a restructure in the cards, I could see him being a one and done and he gets cut. Um, So just something I'm thinking about, but that quarterback room could look completely different next season. So keep that in mind during free agency in the draft. If they want to bring somebody else in, wonder if Chris Oladokun uh, is out there on the waiver wire, if they bring him into training camp next season. And then I wanted to hit on one more thing too. I, talked about it briefly yesterday and that's the inside linebacker position and how that this now is in my mind if I'm putting my GM hat on this becomes a position of need if I'm Omar Khan if I'm Anthony Weedle because right now the two athletic backers that they have in there are not getting it done and I'm not saying it's exclusively their fault with their inability to stop the run but This has been a problem that's plagued the Steelers for a couple of years now, not being able to stop the run. Hell, if you go back to the year that they went 13-3 and when A.B. was here and they lost to the Jaguars in that opening round game, it was, what, 45-42? They couldn't stop the run back then. They've got to get beefy space eaters on the defensive line, number one, guys who could play the run. They have to look at their scheme. I've talked about that because it's not, it's, not, it's not stopping the run, point blank. But also, too, they need to have that physical, gritty, nasty, smack you in the mouth, punch you in the face, kick you in the teeth, jump on your neck when you're down, type inside linebacker. I don't even care if the dude could cover the pass. They need somebody who just wants to destroy people. They need that physicality in the middle. Name a player on this team 
who has that type of physicality. Now, a lot of people might argue TJ Watt coming off the edge, pass rusher, and he's physical, but I'm talking like a Jack Lambert. I'm talking like a Joey Porter. I'm talking like a James Harrison, someone who just instills fear, who wants to genuinely knock somebody's face off. They need that type of player. I feel like that's what they're missing on this defense, that type of personality. And again, that's not – T.J. Watt is tough as hell. He's There's no doubt about that. And he does inspire fear in opponents. But it's not the same as those guys that I mentioned, the Harrisons, the Lamberts. They're missing that piece on this defense. The more I think about it and the more I reflect on what's missing here, yeah, need that defensive lineman need that inside backer they also need a corner but they need somebody who has a mentality that I'm going to destroy everything they don't have that they don't have that killer instinct that's what they're in need of so we're going to be looking for that this offseason and the draft prospects we'll see what's out there in free agency it's the end of the road for Devin Bush he's not going to be resigned we're going to wish him nothing but the best I think Jack signed a two-year deal so he'll be around one more year <clears throat> that will give some stability to the position, but there will be a new starter alongside Jack. And it's not going to be Robert Splain. He's a role player. He's not an every down guy. He's physical, but again, he's not He's not the, the character that this team needs. You need that killer instinct personality. And so that's what I'm looking for in this year's draft. Anyway, studying's... Carolina Panthers this weekend. There's no reason this team shouldn't win, but I'll go back to my 2022 Steelers saying, can they win? Yes. Will they? Remains to be seen. Let's hope Kenny Pickett is healthy and can go. And that's going to do for episode number 470 of the study session, making that push to 500. My gratitude and appreciation to Yinjin's beautiful, beautiful studyings. Love Yin's guys and gals out there in Steelers Nation. Hope you have a phenomenal Tuesday. Make sure you check back in tomorrow for a brand new episode i will update you guys as to when the new episode of the still city insider will be released and in between time have a wonderful day and remember on this december 13th 2022 life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it great day.